It is all a shit test in the end. The man that they tried to bring down and feminize and called sexist and blah 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 is the same man they will drool over and want to be with in 5 to 10 years. To forge means to build, to mold, to shape a basic piece of metal into a useful tool. This is what men do. We build our worth into our lives by working hard and becoming better men. This is another very elementary difference between men and women. A man's value is earned and a woman's value is preserved. Meaning, a 20-year-old supermodel who happens to be a virgin already has inherent value. There's value in simply being a woman, a young woman, right? And for women, there's value in being beautiful and in being pure. Therefore, over time, as a girl's appearance wears off, right, her value in the eyes of most men naturally decreases. This is not my opinion. I am not saying this because I have any ill will towards women or I hate women, or I'm bitter, or who hurt me, none of that bullshit. These are simply the facts presented in a hopefully understandable and straightforward way. A man's value, on the other hand, is based more on what he achieves in his life and his ability to complete important tasks like engaging in combat to protect his family or making the most intelligent decision in a life or death moment. These are extremely important responsibilities that are not given to just anyone. They must be given to the person most capable of executing the task at hand in the best way. Now, this person may not always be a man, of course, but there is overwhelming empirical evidence to suggest that for the best results, it should always be a man. Not a boy, not a girl, a man. For example, men genetically and therefore historically are faster, stronger, and more agile than women, um, this physical upper hand aids in combat and hunting, two activities that are universal constants of mankind and civilization, because the urge to survive has never gone out of style. You know, because of that, neither has violence between men, men who fight for their territory, men who fight for their food so that, so that them or their family may not starve, men who fight for their honor or their wife, their children, etc. Violence in combat and in hunting is and always will be. Therefore, society must choose the most fitting people to fight and hunt. Uh, these people happen to be men. We all know this, right? Today, in a feminist, rising, modern, first world country, right, and countries around the world who are like this, every single person knows this intrinsically, right? That men are genetically just wired to be faster stronger more agile they're more suited for combat this is true but this for some reason people lie to themselves and to others when they deny this reality this little denial about human biology right the nature of human biology the truth about human biology is the underlying crack upon which progressives and feminists are trying to build this modern society on and it will inevitably crumble because their assumptions about genetic differences are just simply not true. You cannot build an empire on something that's not true, that's not whole, that's not real. It's not fucking real. What do you want me to say? And, for example, if men 
bend to that reality if they don't say no and instead say okay sure yes give me sex please yes anything for your attention right or anything for for, for, for status anything to make me feel more like a man yeah sure whatever then there are no guardians for the truth left you know the the, the, the feminists want to become men and the men are encouraging them to believe a reality that cannot be real because it is physically impossible right a, a, a woman cannot be everything that a man is she cannot provide everything that a man can provide and in trying to see the world this way and trying to to grow our youth and our, our women this way they will never be able to achieve that standard because they're not men they're, they can't be better men than men right i'm not saying that they're less than men they're on two different planes you can't they're not operating on the same plane women are better at being women men are better at being men and the fact is that feminism is trying to compare women but they're all, they will always fall short to men at being men if that makes any fucking sense it should because it's pretty straightforward now because of this both men and women lose as a result right going forward so many young men today have no direction no sense of purpose and are lower in vigor and vitality than previous generations we are the culmination of absent fathers and a lack of assertiveness the culmination of not telling feminists no of not establishing boundaries to what you will and will not do and this inability comes from feeling like you need women or from feeling like you're not enough right so you have to compromise who you are in order to get what you want this is natural for young men because they have not developed their value yet right they're just getting into it getting a job whatever while young women already feel valuable because of the attention that they get from other men so there's already a big difference in the perceived value of yourself right of each of these people between your average young boy and your average young girl so we must teach our young boys what it means to be a man and then teach them to grow their value and develop their value and say you know what even though you're not there yet you could become something you are full of potential right because men's again men's value is earned and developed and women's value is mostly preserved right meaning that their value in the eyes of men lies in beauty attractiveness youth um, and a man's value in the eyes of women lies in their resources their ability for success right their status etc as mentioned a man must possess physical abilities that help in combat or athletic abilities right i'll get to what it means to be a man but let me just kind of recap this is the most obvious one so it's pretty much accessible to mostly everyone it's a straight line to achieve this right engage in physically challenging work eat correctly rest enough repeat over the span of a couple months you should start seeing noticeable differences given that you don't continue unhealthy habits but as a man you must always be prepared for anything physical there isn't an off season when danger lurks nearby right the lion does not prepare to attack you but then you tell him hey you know what i'm actually in off season you know i'm not ready to engage now so can you give me a couple months okay no stay ready so you don't have to get ready right the strongest man has an advantage in combat the fastest man has an advantage in hunting or other activities right uh that are more agile based the most intelligent man has the advantage in all of the above and this is the focus of this channel because you know there are already so many other sources on on, on physical improvement right everybody's trying to be a, a fucking uh personal trainer a physical whatever the fuck you know so there's already enough of that going on right i'm not gonna sell you some snake oil but when setting your sights on a goal or an ideal you need to have a vision of the type of man you want to become if the only thing you are taught about men is that you know they are toxic perverts dumb immature etc then you won't be able to calibrate your aim to the correct 
ideal of a man you want to become. And if the only thing you see as manly is big, strong, buff guy, yes, obviously you must be strong, right? But if that's the only thing, you're missing a crucial piece of the puzzle and what I think is the most important piece of the puzzle, which is intelligence, right? Integrity, all these things that being a man, you know, it, that's what makes it different. And it's not the most obvious difference between a man and a woman, right? Because women can also be strong. I mean, you have women, bodybuilders, whatever, right? I mean, but the difference rather, uh, you know, apart from being physical is in the mentality, in the integrity, in the sense of leadership. And this is what I'll get to, but you have to have a calibrated idea of your ideal man, right? A role model or whatever. Um, but this will all be skewed today because of what society today has taught you about men, right? Um, men are always misogynist, but you know, you never hear women or people talking about women being what is called a misandrist. So like hating a man hater, you'll never see hear or see that term being used. It'll always be misogyny, misogyny, but it'll always be, you know, if a woman hates a man, it's always the man's fault or some bullshit. Right? So just, just know how things are. Just understand the landscape and we will see how to what kind of idea to have, what kind of role model of a man to have. And it's it's different for everybody and you can outsource it. And I'll talk about this in a second. But first, a man is a leader, not a boss, right? A man carries himself with conviction and a main reason for his conviction has to be based in his belief and confidence in himself. He must see himself as tenfold more valuable than who he is now and what he appears to other people now. I have spoken a lot on this podcast about faith and, and a rigid belief system which is a cornerstone upon which to build your life about a man's conviction you know this actually came up in in a few conversations with people uh this past week so i i knew how to speak about it about how this is an unspoken difference between men and women right like we all know m women who flip-flop on their decisions because their emotions sway them for example uh regarding like a man right a a, a guy who they're intertwined with one day they say fuck him he cheated i hate him i'm done and the next day they're posting pictures with him and, you know, I love him or whatever the fuck. Like nobody holds this against women because we understand their their nature, their emotional nature. Everybody's like, ah, oh, you know, or like their friends be like, oh, bitch, whatever. Uh, and men, I mean, it is what it is. You can call it, nobody really calls them a liar or trash because this is what this is what girls do. You know what I mean? So it's natural. But do not think for a second that I am talking shit or seeing women as less than men. Don't think about it as a hierarchy less than or greater than because they are more emotional right like for example more women say i love this i love that i love sushi i love margaritas i love bottomless mimosa i love you bitch i love oh my god girl i love you i love your outfit this when do you hear a man talking about love 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 so already a woman already has a a a a, a, a more extreme fucking uh, emotional sense right an essence they're already more prone to emotion love so you must know that they are how do you say more uh fucking variable they are more fuck what's that word jamie what's that word volatile they're more volatile and that's natural and it's not less or more if you're already thinking in in these terms then this is who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you. This is how the modern you know, society, feminist movement has taught you to think. Now, 
I'm going to talk about a quote that I hold very dear because it's it's absolutely true. And I think about this very often, right? It goes like this. Even when a man has nothing, absolutely nothing, right? He is broke and has nothing going on for him. Even when he has nothing, he has his word. A man's word is his integrity, his honor in his name. He should always say what he means and mean what he says. He is honest and straightforward. You may think, well, most, most men are trash. They ain't shit. They are boys and will always lie. Correct. This is the difference between a boy and a man, and it has nothing to do with money or looks, but with integrity, with conviction. If I tell you that I will strike you if you touch me again, but then you touch me again and I do not strike you, then I will begin to lose the respect of others and of you. Because you called my bluff, right? Because I was lying when I said I would strike you. When you commit to something 100%, you must follow through if you want others to take your word seriously. A man of honor who values his time, energy, and attention, establishes clear boundaries, and there are consequences, whether small or large, right, for those who cross them. This can be for your children, your girlfriend, your wife, your friends, anybody, right? Anybody who, who, who you are associated with. Of course, there's a balance to these things. You can't be super strict and anal about everything and, and take life way too seriously. But when things get serious, you better stand firm and not compromise. It seems difficult today to find the environment in which to foster your masculinity of your young man in this world that labels it as toxic and oppressive, especially, right? What I recommend if you cannot find this sort of role model at home, which is obviously ideal, um, is to outsource it. Social media is what you make of it, right? Use it for good and for self-improvement, for knowledge, because there's so much good advice out there hidden underneath all the promotional snake oil bullshit, but you must sharpen your judgment first in order to filter, to filter the dimes from the nickels if that makes sense. And the great thing about outsourcing role models is that you don't have to commit to one person. You can admire and mimic certain specific qualities from different people. For example, I like Conor McGregor's conviction, his confidence, and his belief in himself, right? I don't admire his erratic behavior that shows in his lack of respect for others, right, sometimes. So I admit those characteristics when visualizing the man or the, or the traits of the man I want to become, right? Some men and if this is getting kind of homo, then deal with it. But some men speak with a conviction that makes you think they must know what they're talking about. Or even something as simple as body language, right? Stand up straight, make eye contact, a good handshake. All, all these contribute to, a, to an appearance of confidence, which means you know your worth as a person, right? My soccer coach at Santa Ana College was an incredible influence on me for some reason. And I was already 23 years old, but he had earned his stripes as a professional soccer player. So the respect was already there. It was already built in, but he demanded more from every single one of his players, right? Especially me because I was captain. And when you demand more from someone and you're somebody worthy of respect, right? And you're demanding somebody it's for a reason, then you encourage them to demand more from themselves, right? So if I if if I saw him as accomplished as he as he was, right? As, you know, somebody I can look up to, and he demanded more from me. Well, you know what? Fuck it. It's for a reason. This guy's not a loser. He's not just an anybody, right? He's not just a nobody. So it's for a reason. And I will try to live up to, to what he demands. And and I grew in ways that I did not think I would grow in Santa Ana. I, I went to play soccer, whatever, to have fun, to keep on playing. But I actually learned a lot more than that now that I think about it. And, it's, and I'm really, really grateful for that. But, you know, the person demanding more, like I said, must be well-respected and admired and must have been there and done that. That's the difference between a leader and a boss. A boss may not have all the qualities, or if he does, he's kind of shitting on his employees and blah, blah, blah. But 
wait, have you been there and have you done that? If you have, then you'll know the struggle and and so you'll be a leader, right? You'll be you'll have a leader type of personality instead of a boss. Um, so when you know when when picking role models, it is absolutely much easier today because you can outsource them, right? Even though you don't see them as obvious or not apparent today in, in real life or in your everyday life, you can outsource them and choose the be- the one that best fits the area that you want to improve on. Like I said, you don't have to adopt their whole persona. That's just being like a hollow impersonator, right? Use them as pointers to what lacks in your life and how you can begin to improve. And if there's something about them that you don't respect, such as being a Democrat or whatever, just kidding, you don't have to throw the baby out. Well, actually, that's, I'm actually uh, serious, but you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Uh, Maybe like people who you admire, but like The Rock, for example. The way they carry themselves, their work ethic, their persistence, right? They came from nothing, but the guy just endorsed Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, which obviously I don't stand for, but I can still admire other qualities about him, right? I don't have to say he's a piece of shit. Um, But there are certain admirable qualities of somebody, and if they take a different stance on something, that's not the end of the world, right? I can still um, have respect for them. Separate the good from the bad, and, and then you can take positive traits from a multitude of people that you admire. And as you do this, you begin to mold yourself, and in this way, you become extremely unique. Because who else has emulated admirable traits from the same combination of role models that you have? It will be very rare. And remember, you escape competition through authenticity. If you're just doing the same thing as everybody else, then you're competing with everybody else. But be authentic. Nobody can be more you than you. Now... About the phrase man up, this phrase has gone extinct in the modern day because it has been labeled as politically incorrect or hurtful or propagating gender stereotypes, whatever the fuck they want to call it. I'm going to cite some quotes from a BBC News article from June of 2019. So according to the Oxford English Dictionary, right, to man up is to demonstrate toughness or courage when facing a difficult situation. The article says this, by linking those admirable qualities with men, the phrase is viewed by some as sexist. I can see that nowadays. A hundred years ago, not so much, but nowadays I can see that. First off, first off, I am a sexist, 100%. Now, modern society has conditioned you to think that sexism is bad and that it is somehow the equivalent of racism, only about sex, right? This is untrue and this is the lie that they want you to believe. A sexist does not mean, or a a sexist does not believe that men are better than women. That's called misogyny. You dislike or have a bad attitude towards women just because they are women, right? That's misogyny. But sexism is vastly different. That's why two different words exist, right? Sexism and misogyny. They describe different things. I will go over this in a different episode because it requires, you know, a lot more detail, a lot more explanation, but just know that there is such thing as a positive sexism, right? People always talk about sexism in, in, in a negative light, but sexism is, it's true. Life is sexist. Reality is sexist. I cannot uh, fucking have a child, right? I cannot give birth. That's sexist. What the fuck? What if I want to give birth? That's sexist. So sexism plays on to the biological truths, the biological reality of men and women. So life is sexist. So, I mean... People, some people can uh, see it good, some people, can, some people can see it bad, but it's real. And I will build my belief system on something that is true, that is real. So yes, I am sexist. Like, like I said, P- 
positive sexism, and I can't believe I have to say positive sexism, but it's only because there's a negative connotation with sexism. It plays on the biological differences, right, between both sexes, and therefore it's the best solution for all. Negative sexism, the one that we all know, is the same as misogyny or mis misandry, right, which is women hate men. Um, but it's always, almost always used as in the same context as misogyny, always. So why are they two different words? Because they mean two different things. Po positive sexism is a key. We'll get to in another episode, but this is true. So they say that man up is viewed as sexist. So apparently some, uh, some, some politician called Jeremy Hunt told Boris Johnson, right? Who's that? The prime minister? Uh, Jamie, who's that? The, the prime minister of UK or some bullshit? Boris Johnson. I've heard that name before, but told him to not be a coward and to man up, right? For reasons I don't know and I don't care. But the aftermath is much more interesting and that's why I'm discussing it here. Here's what people had to say. This There's a motherfucker who founds a, 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 an organization called Men at Work. Literally has men in his organization name. It's supposed to help boys and young men deal with issues around masculinity and feminism today, right? He said, today, tomorrow, and the day after, I'll be talking to young men about how phrases like man up are harmful and asking them what they think about it. You donkey. You don't ask a boy how they feel when they are demanded to be a man. What is wrong with you? That's like asking a child how they feel about their gender and make and, and, and having them make a choice about it. Dr. Anna Notaro, check this out. Senior lecturer in media theory and UCU Scotland equality officer said the comment was deeply disheartening and cited a report showing 61% of Britain's young men feel pressured to man up as a result of damaging stereotypes. So, pressure exists and will always exist. You attempting to relieve pressure just makes people weaker. She added, in this context, a term like man up is harmful as it validates archaic attitudes towards masculinity. I've said this before. Something is traditional because it has stood the test of time. It has stood the test of time because it works. No other reason. Or else mankind would have come up with another more viable solution. Not all change is good. People don't change for the sake of change. There's a reason why things work. There's a reason why you don't reinvent the wheel. A random mom on Twitter. Oh, please don't use the phrase man up. It's, destruct it's destructive, toxic, and outdated. His uttering that phrase undermines the work so many people, organizations, and communities are going to deal with uh, toxic gender bias and labeling in society. Now, I'm not going to sit here and provide arguments against this bullshit, but this is the exact behavior that a strong leader of a man must look and say no. Or simply ignore. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten girls to try and bait me with emotional BS like this. And I have to think if it's worth it. You know, if I can kill the argument with minimal energy, like a kill shot, then I go ahead, you know. Or, or you know, but if, if a girl does not care about being wrong and simply likes to argue and drain your energy, which is quite common, then I just ignore. You know, this is this is the reason why we must bring the back the phrase man up. This is exactly the reason. In a world where people despise everything that resembles a man then that's who you must be it is the only path uh, ignore the haters the feminists nod your head or tell them to shut up and keep going on your path because while they nag now and try to dismantle masculinity it is all a shit test in the end the man that they try to bring down and feminize and called sexist and blah 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 is the same man they will drool over and want to be with in five to ten years that's why you don't listen to these people that's why some people do not deserve to be in positions of power because they do not believe in reality. 
They they can't even construct a, a, a logical argument in their heads. They don't critically think. So they reject age-old ideas of gender roles and biological differences. And so their whole worldview is skewed. This is the result of the feminist movement. Make no mistakes. And there's nothing against uh, uh, females. The feminist movement is destroying females. I love women. I tell, I tell people all the time. I don't hate... I love women. You know what I mean? And I love who women are. And I love also what men can be you know what i mean you just have to love everybody for who they are and women are not women and men are not men and that those are the that's the mentality we have to bring back you know what i mean this is the result of the feminist movement the whole third wave feminist movement and in the end not only does it hurt our young men but it also hurts our women when there are no real men left stay strong stay true and stand up straight with your shoulders back i'm out peace